Welcome back, y'all. I'm so excited for today's chapter. If y'all aren't familiar yet with Proverbs 3.5, you'll love it and live by it, hopefully by the end of this podcast. Um, But this is all about Proverbs 3. And if you're kind of new to my podcast, you probably would have no clue what we're doing right now and why I'm talking about reading Proverbs 3.5. And basically, we're going through the whole entire book of Proverbs in a month. I know I'm a day late on this. Life hits you sometimes, y'all. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I'm kind of like, the past two days have been a little struggle for me. I'm just going to be real and honest, you know. Um, it's been a struggle trying to get that motivation to write down in notes about this chapter about many chapters but anyways not the point i'm gonna get back on track i promise you all that um but anyways if you aren't familiar with proverbs 3 and how proverbs 3 5 is in it you'll know and love it by hopefully the end of this podcast um but if you're new here my name is jordan and i am so excited you have joined you couldn't have joined at a better time we are on day three of proverbs in 31 days and i would love for you to stay a while to get you up, you may want to go start from day one, but I don't control you, so honestly, listen to whatever you want, honestly. I don't really care. As long as I can give you something to ponder on for the next day or even the next week, I feel like I'm fulfilling what God is th- trying to do through me. Um, Just staying on the same... Staying on like the same topic, the same way that my other two podcasts are structured... Um, I'm just going to do the four question type thing on my own, and then I'm going to bring it to you guys. Um, but I already did the four question thing, so I'm just kind of giving you some takeaways. But I did want to, um, open up in prayer, because I did open up in prayer yesterday, and yeah. Um, so, well, if you want to join do that but whatever after you can keep listening or you can pause whatever you want to do it's up to you but yeah dear heavenly father i just lift up your name today and pray over the child of yours that is listening today i pray they get the clarity they've been searching for and the peace only you can provide praising you for not giving up on us yet and guiding us through the life you have in our plan it's all in your son's name i pray amen Okay, so let's get into the incredible chapter of Proverbs 3. The first verse I want to discuss is probably the most well-known and one of the most powerful verses in the Bible, and that is Proverbs 3, 5. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. And I'm just going to read that again because I just, you know, you read it and it takes a second to read, but sometimes takes more than a second to let it get into your brain, you know, to allow it into your brain. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Um, that is a verse that sticks with many souls and is probably one of the top verses as people's favorites. I love the meaning behind it, but I actually also love verse 6 with it. But I want to break down for y'all... I want to break down these two verses a little more with y'all. Um, because there's so much knowledge dropped in literally two verses that 
I just, I feel like it's a discussion, you know? Um, so it starts off and it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Meaning, believe in him, never doubt him. Trust him. He is the only one that holds all your plans for your life. Imagine trusting someone fully. I know for me personally, it's challenging to trust. And I have this thing that I trust until I can't trust anyone. I can't trust anymore. So I will go and I'll like meet someone and I'll trust them until they prove to me that I can't trust them anymore. Because once you break my trust, it is so hard to get it back. And, yeah, it's it's a really hard mindset, honestly. Because a lot of people, like, say, like, trust issues. But I feel like most people don't break down or go into context what their trust issues exactly are. Because trust issues are kind of, like, a broad term for it's hard for me to trust. Um, but personally, if I'm just being real with y'all, that is kind of what my trust issues, um, entail a lot of, is just, I trust people until they break my trust, and then it is so hard to get it back, and I feel so bad, because I want to trust them so badly, and I'm like, yeah, I trust you, but like, you know, inside, I don't actually trust them. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of going to get deep with y'all because I think real and raw deep conversations are the most rememberable ones. I remember so many conversations with mentors older than me being honest and not sugarcoating anything, but I don't really remember what their favorite thing they said was in their life. I remember those deep conversations that were like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Like, this is what happens in high school. And I love that I remember those. Because even though you can have your best and brightest moments, if you aren't going to share with others the struggles of life and just be honest with them, then you're not really fulfilling anything. You're kind of just setting them up for failure. And I just don't want to set up anyone's for failure. I kind of just want to be real with you guys. Um, so that being said, trusting God was never the easiest thing for me. And I've had so many ups and downs with trusting people. And most importantly, trusting God. As we grew up in internal battle. Wait, I just did not word that properly. As I grew up, um, it was an internal battle with myself. But let me tell you, trusting God with my whole entire heart is one of the most incredible decisions of my life, honestly. The next line... So, actually, I don't even say, like, the next line. Um, if you guys do not know, I read off of a script that I wrote off. Um, because if I didn't, I would just start talking about the most random things in my room. But um, that's kind of why sometimes I'll be like, wait, hold on, I want to keep talking about that. And it's kind of like talking to myself, like, I don't want to go on yet, you know. But just, you know, just go with me. Go along with it. It's fun. It's cute. Whatever. Okay, so basically... With that being said, like, I, just being honest with y'all, like, trusting God was never, like, an easy thing for me. It was like, yeah, I trust God, but it's like, internally, I had this battle going on. It's like, I want to trust God, but why am I in this dark place? I want to trust God, but what happened in my childhood was not something I want anyone to go through. 
certain things that have happened in my life, I would never wish upon anybody. And I'm like, and God did that. Like, how do I trust God if he did that? And just one day it all clicked. Um, Actually, the day that it clicked for me, I feel like, was when I was in Costa Rica on my mission trip. And I am definitely going to have a couple podcasts for my mission trip and just people that went on my mission trip because I'm still friends with a lot of them and people that have been on that mission trip because I have friends that went on other mission trips to the same place. Or I'm even going to connect with people that went on different mission trips and just mission trips change your life. They change your perspective on life. They change your attitude towards life. I remember coming back from that trip and my mom goes, something really changed in you this week and not in a bad way, like in the best way possible. And I was like, it was all God, mom. It was all God. God opened my eyes that week that he shows up each and every second of my life. And that was the time it just clicked for me. I just kind of had this, like, aha moment. Like, God is here. God is in every stage of my life. I had ups and downs on my trip. I struggled with stuff internally that no one knew about on that trip. But God was there. And that is what was so incredible to me. And God shows up in every single situation in your life. In every stage. Every heartache. Every um, time you fall in love with someone, he's there in the highs and the lows. And that's just something that I just want to speak upon you. Um, Just reach out to him. He's reaching out to you. He's just waiting for you to allow him to just take you into it into his kingdom and just be incredible anyways the next verse says and do not lean on your own understanding don't lean on your own understanding god is the only one that knows our plans and we should never believe we know everything and become conceited this also connects with the peace before it in which we need to trust god with our plans and do not trust our own selves alone because you do not know the plans he has for your life so basically like that whole verse is trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your understanding right so it's basically like saying trust god because god knows the plans for your life you are not going to know what's going to happen tomorrow you don't know what is gonna what college you're going to go to but god does And I just find that so incredible. Like, God knows literally everything about our lives. And it boggles my mind. Like, how? I don't know. But he created me, and I just trust his plans. Because the more you think about it and you overthink it, it kind of gets in your head a little bit. And I don't like overthinking things because when I start overthinking, it's not very pretty. So I just kind of give my all to God, um, any burdens, I'm going through, um, which that will be a very important podcast that I need to do. Burdens and God. That is a topic. Wow. Um, 
it's never been the easiest for me. It's it's been anything but easy. Uh, but I honestly just, when God shows up in my life, it is one of the most incredible things of my life. And just like trusting him in my whole life and just handing over my burdens has been the most beautiful thing ever. So trust in him because he knows your plans. Um, but the sixth verse is what catches me. It says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. So if we notice him and allow him into our hearts, he will straighten our paths. In all your ways, in everything you do, give credit to him for he is the holder of life and life to the full. And I think there is some verse in the Bible. I don't know it because if you know me, you know I've never been the one that can just quote off a Bible verse off the top of my head. I've never been that one. Um, I've been the one that's like, God is good. I'm going to share how God changed my life. I'm always like the storyteller. I'm also, if you ask any of my friends, I'm probably the one that does not sugarcoat anything. My Instagram, I make sure to try my hardest to keep it real and raw. I do not go Facetune. I don't do anything on my photos. I put one filter on it, and I'm done. Because I just like that filter. I don't know. just makes me look tan. Tanness is not an insecurity. It's just, I love that filter. I don't really know how to explain that very much. But it's not something I'm insecure about. Um... But anyways, I don't like sugarcoating anything. And so I'm not the one that's going to quote off Bible verses. But that, ver- um, whatever verse that is, someone will know it and love it. And if you find it, keep it on your heart. But he is the holder of life and life to the full. And that is just one of my favorite things. He holds your life in his hands. And he makes your life full he fulfills you each and every day and it's just a beautiful thing i feel like i keep saying it's a beautiful thing but everything is so beautiful with god honestly um the next verse i want to touch on is really quick um it's two um not two i meant to say three anyways i wrote down the wrong number but it's three nine through ten um it like Proverbs 3 verses 9 through 10. Sorry, did not word that very correctly. It says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the fruit, the fit. I'm mm, not doing it with words tonight, y'all. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. So this is basically. When I read this, it kind of was like, that's the give part of your money. Like, when you were growing up and your parents were separating your money and telling you to give it to, I mean, not giving it to, but um, when your parents were telling you you need to separate your money and to give, save, spend, this is what reminds me of the give part. He will fulfill your heart's desires if we put him first. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth. It's like the first, when you get money, when you get an income, the first time, not the first time, but every time you get money, the first thing you should do is give to God, give to a charity, give to whatever God places on your heart. 
I have a lot of stories about giving. Um, giving is my number one thing that I love to do. Um, sometimes I just don't give to the right places, but it's okay. God still loves me. Um, but anyways, if you ask a lot of my friends, I'm the person that just gives people stuff. I see someone wants something, and I'm like, you know what? Let me just buy it for them, you know? Like, they say something. They're like, oh, I really like this T-shirt. And then, like, once they leave, I just, like, buy it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Make sure they don't see it. Then I just give it to them, like, surprise it, you know? But it just makes my heart happy. Um, And I know I don't like materialistic things at all. I personally don't like any gifts. It's just not something for me. Um, But giving people gifts and just seeing their face light up is one of, like, the happiest things about me. Like, if I can make someone else smile, that's all that matters. I don't care if I'm in my worst stage of life. If I see someone else happy, it instantly makes me happy. And I think that's why I give a lot to people. But anyways... Um, it basically says God's going to fulfill your needs if we put him first. If we give first to him, give our first energy in the morning, give our first thought to him. It's not even about money at this point. It's like your first thought, your first ounce of energy in the morning. Then he will fulfill all of your needs for the rest of your life. Um, the next verse I want to touch on and I also touched on in my intro podcast, was Proverbs 3.15. And it says, She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you can desire can compare with her. I'm going to repeat that again because it's such a good verse. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. This verse really just sticks out because we should be living out this verse. We need to remember we are more precious than jewels. We are more beautiful than that diamond ring we love. And we need to live that out. Materialistic things, I kind of want to touch back on that. Materialistic things will come and go. But God will be there forever. And his love will be there forever. And we are just more precious than jewels. We're going to last longer than those diamond rings that are being sold, or those Gucci sunglasses, whatever you're hoping for. We are more precious than that. Like, we should be living that out, I believe. Like, we should be living like that. Why are we not living like we're more precious than jewels? Why are we living like we're just average? We're just mediocre. No. Every single person on this planet is more precious than jewels. And God says that. Just read his word, honestly. Read his word. If you live the way that God speaks onto you, how much does that change your life? Awesome. It changed your life. The last verse I want to touch on is Proverbs 3.28. And it says, Do not say to your neighbors, Go and come again. Tomorrow I will give it. When you already have it with you. I'm going to read that because this is a verse I've never really heard. But I was actually reading today. And I was like, oh, that's a really good verse. And I have a lot to talk about on that. Um, not actually that much. I promise I'm not going to talk your ear off anymore. 
Um, but I'm going to read the verse again. It says, do not say to your neighbor, go and come again. Tomorrow I will give it when you already have it with you. Um, this is God saying, you have this for a reason. Share it. It has God telling me personally, I am giving you this wisdom and inspiration. Now go and change someone's life. For so long, I lived... Oh, sorry, I just like did not know what I wrote down for a second. For so long, I lived in the way of awaiting another experience and saying, I'll share it to, to them tomorrow. Or maybe later this week, or at church when everyone else is a believer, but... Let me, I'm trying to word this properly. I did not word it very well in the way that I was writing it down. Basically, I lived my life for so long awaiting for the next moment I could share it. It's like I see someone and I'm like, I should really say that. Like, God's putting that on my heart to say. But, like, they're not really a believer and, like, how are they going to take this is just what's kind of up in the air, you know? I'll, like, meet someone, and I'll realize they really aren't into God that much. And I'll be like, I should probably say something about coming to church. I should probably say something like, God did this, like, all glory to God, or pray over our meal. But I instead kind of do this thing where I, like, await the next experience I have with them. I'm like, well, next time. Like, tomorrow I'll share it with them. Not right now. Like, let me not scare away them yet. Um, but that is not how we should be living because of anything I've had more experiences now that I've realized this is what God's placing on my heart right now. And then, and I need to share this right here and now and stop awaiting my next experience. Now that I've lived out experiences that I've shared what I wanted to share the second God put it on my heart, it really opens my eyes like, not very many people are going to run away from it. They're kind of a little intrigued about about it. And even if they're not that much of a believer and they never want to be and they don't really believe in a God, they still, most people will still listen to you and still kind of inquire more about it. And that is what God wants us to do. He wants us to share so that people want to learn more about him. Even if they're not going to give their life over to him, he loves to see people just ask another question about what we mentioned. Ask, what, who, what is this God you're talking about? What do you mean he's changed your life? What type of miracles has he performed? That is all that he's asking us to do. We can't force someone to become a believer. But we can share what we know about God and what God wants us to tell them. I just think that's amazing. And I, like, this one quote, it just came to my mind when I was talking about this. It's like, you can't control anybody but yourself. You can say those things, and you can't control how they react to it. But guess what? You said what you wanted to say. You can control yourself. You can say those things. Or you can hold back. Whatever you do, God sees both ways. And God still loves you either way, honestly. Um, but yeah, I just think that's so powerful. Um, but God gifts all of us with different talents, and they are meant to be shared so that everyone can learn about him from all different aspects. 
I've just seen so like people on TikTok share like how they put all like they spend time with God mainly in the gym. They spend time mainly with God when they're in their car or in their room or by a tree outside, laying on a hammock, sitting on a bench, whatever it is. Different people have different ways of spending time with God. And God also gives us all different talents because not one person is the same. And I think that is so cool, honestly. Like, our uniqueness is what makes us beautiful. Like, not one person is the same. Not one person knows everything you know. In which you should share what you know because no one else knows it. Um, but anyways, that concludes episode three. I really hope you're enjoying this series and God is speaking through me to you. Y'all are all so loved and cared for. So, I don't know what I should have done. Um, but anyways, um, y'all are all so loved and cared for by so many. But most importantly, you are so, so loved and cared for by your incredible Heavenly Father. With all that being said, I hope you have a great day. And don't forget to stay positive, throw kindness like confetti, because you never know who's fighting a worse battle. I love y'all so much, and I will hopefully see you in the next one. Bye for now.